This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au. My special guests on Bent Notes are a guitarist inspired by the great American songbook and a vocalist who loves singing jazz with a voice that's been described as sparkling like antique diamonds, clear and true. They work together often and are part of the 32 Bars Project. It is my pleasure to welcome back to the Bent Notes studio, Mark Morand and Jennifer Salisbury, welcome back. Thank, Thank you, you. Thank you so much for having us again. We love it here. Fantastic. It's lovely to have you in studio. How long have you been working together on various projects? Ooh, was it, was it our fifth year anniversary this year? Yes, our fifth year anniversary. We started as a duo at places like the Mouldy Fig and the Dan O'Connell uh, back in 2018. Uh, Jen and I met uh, at a gig where we were playing in separate bands and then I subsequently invited Jen to bring her band, The Swing and Elixir, down to what was then Dizzy's in Richmond as the main event for a duo that I was doing with my dear friend Clancy Cullen. After that, we sort of thought perhaps we should have, have a go at doing something together. And from that day to this, we've moved from doing duos through to doing eight different projects. <laughs> wow. Yeah, down at Dizzy's, I saw Mark performing a duo, jazz duo with Clancy, and I thought, that guy really knows how to work with vocalists. He knows how to work as a duo. So I'm like, put that one in the memory bank next time I need a guitarist <laughs> for a duo gig. <laughs> I suppose that's something that a vocalist does have to think about finding a musician who actually appreciates what the vocalist wants to do. Yes, yes. And not take the limelight for themselves. <laughs> I don't mind if he takes the limelight. <laughs> <laughs> when musicians are working together, what's the factor that keeps you working together? Is there something magic about the way that you both approach the music? Are your brains both working the same way? I think one of the first qualities that attracted me to working with Mark was that he always had a big smile on his face when he was performing. And that's very important to me because music is a lot about joy for me. And when I perform, I feel really happy. And I love it when I see bands that express that happiness on their face when they're playing. And yeah, that definitely attracted me to Mark, his joy when he was playing. And Mark's a very nice person. He's easy to get along with. That always helps too. <laughs> oh, <stop it. laughs> I also think that we, we're very fortunate that we have a shared interest in the, the music that yes. we both love. Yeah. And that makes it very easy to uh, communicate musically. Uh, it does take time to develop what some people call the telepathy, especially in the duo format where you really have to do your best to predict what the other person's going to do. And that's not something that happens overnight. But I felt from an early stage that we had that sort of synchronicity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's the secret to falling into a rut when you perform the same music regularly? What's the secret to not falling into the rut of playing an autopilot and thinking about what you're having for dinner mm. that night? Eight different projects. always having something different to do and we've got a repertoire of over 150 tunes so uh, 
It doesn't get boring. That's a lot of tunes. Uh, and we've only just started, really. There'd probably be another 250 that I would like to play and that I'm sure Jen would like to sing. And that's just the stuff that we're covering. Jennifer is a composer in her own right. I'm a composer. So there's always something new to do. Yeah, we're, there's so many incredible jazz tunes out there that we always try and include new music and we're always learning new songs. So that definitely keeps you present and keeps you grounded. And I think that love for music, uh, especially for me, my love for the emotional content in the lyric and how how that can impact us all as humans, I think that keeps me grounded as well. Yeah. When you've got a choice, are you just going to sit down and play something? Do you go for the standards or do you go for something you've composed yourself? It depends on what we're being booked to do. For example, in July, we're going to be playing at Swing On High in Mitcham, which is a swing dance night. So the only thing we'll be doing that night is uh, songs you can lindy hop to. Right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, Which will be an outing for Jennifer Salisbury's Swing and Elixir formerly known as Dr. Krask's Swing and Elixir. Yes. Dr. Krask has uh, put his feet up for the time being. Oh, okay. (laughs) Conversely, when we play at the classic Southside in June, as a quartet, we'll be carefully curating exactly the songs that we want to bring for our first performance at a new venue. And at the Lido, when we debuted at the Lido, we pulled repertoire from four or five of our projects. So we played an original of Jen's, an original of mine, something from the Elixir, something from our Our Favourite Things show, a couple of Cole Porter tunes and some other standards uh, that we love. And so there was a lot of variety there. Now you were performing last night, I think, Cole Porter's song. How did that night go? Oh, we had such an incredible night down at the Paris Cat last night. There were so many smiling faces in the audience. It was packed out and everyone that was there loved Cole Porter and they were happy and clapping and getting into it. So, yeah, we were pretty thrilled with the response that we got last night. What is it about Cole Porter's music that grabs our attention? The first thing that comes to my mind is the relatability of his lyrics. Like people from all walks of life can relate to the content and he's got his finger on the pulse emotionally too when he writes songs. So I think that is why it connects with so many people. What do you think, Mark? One of the things that we do in this show is Jen provides kind of a a patter around stories of Cole Porter's life. And one of the points that Jennifer makes is that what Cole used to say is that a song needs to have a, uh, you can put it better than I can, the relationship between the lyrics and the music. What is it that you say? Uh, He said that when he was at Yale, he learnt that music and lyrics should be inextricably linked like they're one. So, yeah, I think that's a big standout for Cole Porter as a composer. And he was relatively rare in that he composed lyrics and music. Not everybody does that. Some of us do. <laughs> yes. Some of us do. For example, Gershwin relied a lot on, George Gershwin relied a lot on his brother yeah. and other lyric writers, whereas Cole Porter had the, the ability to, when he was writing, he was writing both the melody and the lyrics at the same time. I see, Mark, that you have a guitar in your hand. I do. Which suggests to me that you might be ready to play something. I'm as ready as I'll ever be uh, (laughs) with a cold guitar and a radio mic uh, going out into the universe. (laughs) Tell me what you're going to play, and I believe that it's something that's actually come from your 32 Bars project, but a bit different. We just released the 12th song of A Planned 32, and I know we're going to talk about that song later. And when you suggested that we might like to play something, we thought it might be nice to play one of the earlier tunes from the 32 Bars project. 
Uh, people who are familiar with the project know that it's usually a nine-piece, ten-piece band, but tonight we're just going to do a duet performance of the second song of the series, which is called You Fell In Love With Me. You are listening to Bent Notes on John 94.9, Mark Morand and Jen Salisbury. <laughs> How wrong I could be I've had my share of lies Excuses and alibis I've kissed some frogs along the way No time to compromise Cause I had a big surprise That caught me on the hop today The Greek philosophers held that love is divine If Aphrodite were here She'd tell you likewise Here is the latest news I'm chasing away the blues Cause you fell in love with me
You are listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Find more podcasts and show blogs at joy.org.au. You are listening to Bent Notes on Joy 94.9, where my guests are vocalist Jen Salisbury and guitarist and composer Mark Morand. Mark, that piece from early 32 Bars history, just a beautiful piece of music. Well, thank you. That, of course, is the ballad version. How does it compare with the original version, which was a little bit more up-tempo? Yeah, so there's a little story to tell there. Because uh, I can. Re- uh, the reason I chose this one, or we chose this one tonight, is because I can remember what happened when the song was born. And I think Jan can remember a little bit about what happened when we recorded it. But I remember I was sitting upstairs uh, at my place, and this thing came into my mind, which was... And the first thing I thought of was, that sounds like a Chet Baker chair. I'm sure that's a Chet Baker chair. <laughs> yeah. And then I tried to figure it out, and I thought, no, it's, it's not a Chet Baker chair. I think I just made that up. So I went downstairs and captured it, and uh, it rapidly became song two in the project. And I know that I sent Jan an email with a demo of it in around about January of 2020 with a plan to record it that March which turned out to be five days before lockdowns <laughs> oh, began. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes, we're very lucky to get that one in. Well, it's a beautiful song, so thank you for coming up with that little tune, Mark. I suppose it must be a, a hazard of the business that you come up with a little riff and you think, oh, that sounds nice, but I wonder who's already used it. Mm. Yeah, one of the songs that we're yet to release, which is a, a beautiful, I think it's beautiful anyway, ballad that was originally arranged for Big Band. It's called Can You Imagine? Yeah, it's a beautiful love song. It's got some soaring melodies in it. I presented it to uh, a, co- a musical colleague friend of mine who remarked, that sounds exactly like... Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, there are some vague you know, connections between that song and a song that was written long ago. But the truth of the matter is that it's a finite space. There are 12 notes yes. and a handful of commonly used chords plus their inversions and uh, alterations. What I feel we're trying to do here is to challenge the notion that all of those songs have been written. I think there are still some songs waiting to be discovered or written, and that's what this project is about. A love of that genre and a desire to uncover previously undiscovered melodies. You've just released song number 12, I Prefer to Swing. What a fantastic song that is. Thank you. And that's number 12 of 32, so there's another 20 to go. That's right. So firstly, uh, with this song 12, uh, what's... What's interesting about it, I think, is the first time that we've videoed it in two places on the same day and then smushed those events together. So we performed it in the afternoon at the Eltham Jazz Festival and then that evening at the Victorian Jazz Club. Uh, uh, The audio was captured by a gentleman named Gordon Shaw, who's a veteran of uh, TV audio engineering, and he surrounded us with these big bushy black microphones. And so when you hear this song, you will hear it as it was played in the room direct to channel stereo, which is not something that people do much these days. Now, usually you record 100,000 different tracks and then yeah. try to work out how to mix them together yeah. later. Whip out the auto-tune and all the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. uh, what you hear is what you get with this one. But we're very excited that songs 13, 14 and 15 are all scheduled. Three ready to go. Yeah. Wow, you have been busy. What's the th- what's 13? We're going to Eltham for that one, Jenny. Yes, that's right. Mm. Yeah, that's going to be a fantastic night. So it's Jazz by the Green uh, down in Eltham, which is run by John Crichton, who's a a veteran of the jazz industry here in Melbourne. It'll be sung by Susie Hull, and it's called The Road to You. 
Song 14 will be at a huge show we're putting on at the Gasometer called the Horn Stravaganza. Well, it sounds interesting. On Friday the 12th of May, there'll be three bands. There'll be 32 bars, the Horn Stars and Mount Cujo. Uh, so it's basically three 10-piece bands oh. with huge horn sections. Oh, wow. And we'll be recording Song 14 there, which will be performed, was sung by Yvette Hearn, and that's called I Already Know. I Already Know You're the One For Me. Aha, uh-huh. right. And Song 15 will be uh, recorded in, uh, at the Wesleyan in September. And I'm currently debating whether it's going to be Can You Imagine, which is, will be Song 15, or the one that I've just finished composing, which is called Margaret River Moon. Oh, that sounds nice. It is. Yes. <laughs> but nobody's I, heard it. I just love the title. It sounds like a, something to sit back and relax to. So lots of great more music coming from 32 bars. Are you going to be able to get enough venues to complete the 32 pieces? Well, I love getting that question because it's always an opportunity for me to say on air, if you're a venue owner and you want to be part of this project, here's your opportunity because we've got 15 venues now who are bought into the project Every venue gets the benefit of being part of the project. We include the logos in all of our marketing material. The videos get tens of thousands of views all over the world. It's a great project, so why not be part of it? There's only 17 slots left. Of course, we want to see them. Where do we get to see them, Mark? The the current kind of uh, workflow is that the video gets published to YouTube and the audio gets published to all of the streaming channels and also things like Bandcamp. But the videos only last about six months and then they get cut back to just about 60 seconds worth. So if you wanted to see the whole video after that, you have to buy the DVD. Uh-huh, right. I sold one yesterday. Can you believe that? I sold a DVD yesterday that is from superb. my website. That is superb. Uh, that doesn't happen all that often. So we've packaged up the first 10 songs into a DVD. It's got liner notes, photo- photographs and, and all of that footage in there. And what's your uh, website, Mark? Uh, it's 32bars.com.au. Jennifer, Mark, thank you very much for visiting the Bent Note studio. I've loved talking to you again and absolutely loved the music as well. Thanks for telling us about number 12 and 13 and 14 and 15 release. (laughs) (laughs) I look forward to hearing those releases as they are released and having you back in studio at some time to have a chat about getting to the end, to the 32nd one, which... If you continue on this current stream, it's not going to be too far away. Yeah, it'll be sort of like 2032. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I reckon it's time to hear song number 12. It's called I Prefer to Swing. Where did it come from? It came from a, a fevered dream, like most of this material. What I love about this song is the way Jenny sings it. We've all just heard Jenny do a, a torch ballad. This song is anything but a ballad, and it's a great illustration of the range of uh, Jenny's stylistic capabilities. But what would you say about the song, Jen? Oh, I just love it so much. It's just really good fun. And a little bit cheeky. And a bit cheeky, yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm up for that. Well, certainly watching the video, you were having great fun at both the Victorian Jazz Club and at the Eltham Jazz Festival. It was such a joy to watch. Again, thank you so much. Look forward to having you back in the near future. My guests on Bent Notes have been vocalist Jen Salisbury and guitarist and composer Mark Morand. You're listening to Joy 94.9, and here is I Prefer to Swim. I like the way you kiss me, especially when you miss me.
You've been listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Join us live each Sunday night on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.